It wouldn't take much to make a better version of the happening. (laughs) (laughs) We've seen it all before, so let's reload on a very special episode of shows that suck and shows that blowed. Buckle up, buttercup, it's a bumpy road. Going deep inside the mainframe secret code. Some of this shit stinks, some of it's gold. Featuring the VIPs of SBTV, Austin G and Dr. DB with our AT&C money. Weird TV is their specialty. It might be all four, or just one, two, or three. Cause they're old and kinda busy. So go get ready and take a peek. So set your phasers to download a rarity that we had bestowed. Special moments no one would have showed. Open your body holes cause you're gonna get told Grab yourself a drink and let's unload In a very special episode Hello, and welcome to a very special episode podcast Where we review very special episodes of our favorite TV kids shows of all time Or Arthur Today we're reviewing... Arthur, season 18, episodes 10 and 11, Wait, season I what? <laughs> you heard me. Uh, Is it, what's this from? <laughs> like, what's, on, his, what's his source for it being season 18? Is it recent? Uh, it's from 2004. 15, I believe. This... It's from right after the environment stopped working and we had to make a special episode on tornadoes. <laughs> uh, pretty much. Is this show yeah, still yeah. going? Yeah, it's in season 22 now, I think. Wow. I could tell that the animation was in Flash and not like Celdron, where I think the series had begun. Yeah. We can Somebody get into it in a moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll sorry. We'll shut up while you do your intro. I was just stunned. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, see, uh, Shelter from the Storm, part one and two. Hurricane <clears throat> Sadie is <laughs> headed for whatever the hell town Arthur is from. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur and company plan for the hurricane, but when it hits, will their lives ever be the same again? Eh, probably, I don't know. Spoiler <laughs> alert, yes. <laughs> uh, so... Austin, what's your history with Arthur? <laughs> Don't you want to introduce us first? Uh, do we? Oh yeah, I forgot about the introductions, didn't I? This yeah, is what happens when I quickly that. type it. Uh, <laughs> with me in or <laughs> joining me on this podcast is the person who would cry if an ice cream shop got destroyed. <laughs> Carolyn Maine. Yeah, that would that would be pretty sad. Yeah. I would and be in the cream, rolling around and grabbing as much and taking as much as I could within myself. I can see you being really opportunistic would. when an yeah. ice cream shop was destroyed by a natural disaster. <laughs> I gotta live my best life, Ryan. Car- Carol's like, it's yeah. time to loot the ice cream store. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the... And also the person who what uh, builds globes with hurricanes on them. <laughs> I, I guess that could be me, Austin Gordon. 
<laughs> Austin, I don't believe you have the ability to build this globe, but we'll get I don't. I, I question whether this kid has the ability to build this globe. <laughs> He's really good at it. His nickname is Brain. Eh? I mean, I get it, but still. And the uh, person who's afraid of the wind is... God, God uh, damn it, David. <laughs> Ryan Alexander Tanner. Are you jealous, Austin? I knew David Ryan's was gonna. Br- I knew David was gonna bring that up. <laughs> Are you on, afraid Austin. of the wind, Austin? You you couldn't. You didn't see yourself in this episode. No, I I may have made a note about that somewhere along the way. <laughs> Do you have a fear of hurricanes, Austin? Uh, once when I was a, well, not once for many years when I was a child, I was very much afraid of the wind. Oh. I was gonna say this is not realistic. Who would be afraid of the wind? Two well, thumbs pointing at this dumbass. <laughs> I'm afraid of Carol's wind. So, uh, that's a whole different issue. It is mighty. And to be fair, as a child, I wasn't scared of the wind so much as I was scared of the wind picking me up and blowing me away from everyone I knew and loved. So, I mean, that's a little bit different. But you might end up in, like, the magical world of Oz, though. I wasn't yeah. really willing to take those chances. <laughs> and it might be Oz, too, which is very dangerous. Yeah. No, my mom likes to tell this story that, um, frankly, doesn't paint her in the most positive light <laughs> uh, about how when she dropped me off at, I don't know, preschool probably for the first time uh, and failed to inform any of the teachers about my crippling fear of the wind. Ooh. And so then, like, on the first day, they took us out for, you know, recess on the playground or whatever, and it was a windy day. Mm-hmm. And so I basically just clung for dear life to the, like, push bar of the door trying to get back inside and like screamed and wouldn't Uh, let anybody like drag me off the door further out into the playground because the wind was blowing and they're like what in the hell is wrong with this kid (laughs) then they finally called my mom or when she picked me up and she's like oh my god i totally forgot to tell you he's like frightfully afraid of the wind how old were you what preschool so i don't Um, know five four something like that i'm still gonna make fun of you about that yeah no I mean, yeah, that's yeah, stop me from making fun of them every yeah no exactly no it's it's fair and it's like it was a kid it was like one of those stupid things you're afraid of when you're a kid by the time i was old enough to know better it's you know got over it but as i sometimes will say to david when like i'll come in from getting lunch and walk into the office and be like that's one of those uh, butt-clenchingly scary winds out there today, David. <laughs> that's like a cling to the d- bar of the door but, wind. Yep, that's one of those like, yeah. oh, this is the kind of wind that might just blow me away from my family kind of winds. Austin, when you would watch Captain Planet, were you afraid of the wind guy? <laughs> oh, no, see, by then I was question. old enough. I was old enough to that. That'd be Plus, like your nemesis. <laughs> yeah. control, like That would have been great if I could control the wind and like bend it mm. to my will. That would have no, been I'm fantastic. saying you had to fight someone who can control the yeah, wind. That'd be yeah, hard for you. Nightmare. You have that to fight him with heart. Honestly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the yeah, worst so I would have lost then. Is what, yeah, the wussy power. Yeah. <laughs> well, it didn't even make sense. Heart? Wind versus yeah, yeah. heart. Yeah. I don't know. You like talk to sense. animals. Yeah, why does that mean you can talk to animals? Well, that's what? so that's not heart. That's animal telepathy. Like, that's yeah. not that's the same animal thing. heart. It means he could get a baboon transplant. Really easily. Yeah. Baboon Heart was was the full name. (laughs) Yeah. You didn't know that they left off the baboon. Yeah. I feel like sometimes he's like used it to make people nicer, but he doesn't really use it often enough to do that. Like (laughs) that solves a lot of your problems right there. If you're like, stop cutting down those trees, heart. You'd be like, oh, we should Uh, cut down these trees anymore. Stop it. 
Yeah. <laughs> um. Wow, this is great. Yeah. This is really great, yeah. guys. That was a good episode of Arthur. Let's go home. <laughs> I'm going to say that was the best episode of Arthur I've ever seen. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. What's your relationship with Arthur? <laughs> is um, this I mean... a test if we're going to get arrested? No, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I guess I read some of the books when I was a kid. Oh, that's man, a... you're a step ahead of, I think, a lot of us here. That's about it. Do you remember the books at all? Uh, I remember that there's a character named Arthur in them, and <laughs> that uh, he was an aardvark. That's monster. Uh, and that, like, early in the books, he actually, like, all of the characters were much more on the animal side of, like, the anthropomorphic, so he, like, looked like an aardvark, and then they like reached a, a really point... really long nose. Yeah, he had, like, a long nose kind of mm-hmm. a thing. And then they reached a point where they, like, polished up the art, and he looked just kind of like a... Like he does in this cartoon, where he's just, like, yeah. a kind of person with, like, ears in a weird spot. Like, and that's really a the rounded goat face, yeah. Right? yeah, Yeah. But, yeah, no, I really... I, I vaguely recall reading some of the books. I mean, they're picture books. I mean, it's it's very like, you know, one or two sentences on the page kind of a thing when I was a kid. But I don't really they certainly did not have the kind of impact on me that say like the Berenstein Bears did. Mm-hmm. So did you spell that right in your head? I sure did. All right. Uh, uh, Ryan, what's yeah. your relationship with Arthur? Well, so wait, you guys, I watched the movie Arthur with Dudley Moore? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you get caught between the moon and New York City. The best that you can do. I've never seen that movie. I had no idea uh, that, that was going to be the response. Really good. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw. I saw the. Uh, I saw the shitty remake with. Uh, oh, what's uh, Dick. Uh, Russell Brand. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm I love sorry. that. But I love that Crisscross song. That's good stuff. So sick, dude. So good. Yeah. So Arthur, I'm just kidding. I watched uh, episodes. <laughs> uh, so Arthur, I knew that it existed. <laughs> That's about the extent. I don't know. I think I feel like I was a little old for those books. Were yeah. we kids when those books were out? I think originally. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'd seen them around. Like, I've probably seen little bits of the show. It's like a PBS cartoon. Yeah. I thought it was really well animated, how they got the, the broken line. I guess that's all digital, probably, how they do that. Yeah. Um, because that would be really hard to do by hand. Anyway, yeah, I had never really seen it at all. I barely knew what it was. Yeah, I certainly, the the cartoon, I think. Yeah, the cartoon started in 96. I know yeah, that. Much. So we yeah, so been... we That was too old for us. We yeah. were watching or... Saved by the Bell, obviously. Yeah, yeah exactly. But there are reruns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Carolyn? Pretty similar to Austin and Ryan, um... I remember the books. Uh, Austin already called out how he used to have, like, a really long face, and they kind of dulled it, and that always just bugged me, because, you know, like, it's dull. It's dull looking, but that's fine. Uh, And then I think, you know, I was too old to watch this when it came out, but I did, like, catch the opening before. Pretty catchy. Then I found it boring, because it was children's television and educational, so... I'm sure I switched the channel to watch some trash, but I'm somewhat generally acquainted with Arthur the Aardvark, child boy. 
Uh, this just in from the crack yeah. research team who are not allowed to read children's books. No. Uh, the I'll very read. first Arthur book written and uh, 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 illustrated by one Mark Brown was published in 1976. Mm. And oh. that was Arthur's Nose. Okay. And yeah, he, he had different. I mean, he had a run in the 80s from... From 79 through to 90... 2000? From 79 to 2000, there was at least one Arthur book released every year. Dang. Yeah. Arthur, just get over your shit in private. Don't write a book every time. (laughs) Keep it to yourself, Uh... Arthur. (laughs) Arthur keeps it to himself quietly. The book. Yeah, I've never read an Arthur book or seen an Arthur cartoon. Why did you pick this, David? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Really? <laughs> the story is an eh. Uh, I, I remember seeing an Arthur book being promoted on Reading Rainbow. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, uh, that's how they get you. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's still when he had the big long nose. And then, in my mind, the Arthur cartoon always had British accents, and I'm not sure uh, why I decided that was the case. I think uh, ma- maybe yeah. I was conflating it with, like, Babar, who I don't think technically has a British or accent. Or the movie Arthur. Or the movie Arthur with Dudley or Moore, who has a British Arthur. accent. Or it's just, like, the whole Arthur concept seems to fit the bland sensibilities of the British. And so, like, <laughs> Ooh, taking shots at the Brits, whoa, I love whoa, it. Whoa, 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 what did you just say about the BBC, David? Damn. <laughs> Damn. It's not always action-packed, that's all I'm saying. Mm, but the greats are great. Hey, we'll get not- there. <laughs> I'm not judging. That's. I it's was going to invite you over for boiled meat. David, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> you know how much I love the meat. Um, so I didn't know what to do, but then uh, Lauren said she had sent in a bunch of episodes for us to do, uh-huh. and then she sent me a list of them, and she's like, well, you could do this Arthur episode because it's about hurricanes and it's topical, and then I was like, that's good enough reason for me. Although... <laughs> like, someone else made this decision for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. But of course, David, you treated that with the weight, your fiance's suggestion, with the same weight as any listener. Yeah, exactly. I think, Anybody can suggest an episode. I think more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, everyone's equal. Although now I realize that maybe she wanted me to have have her on the podcast because she actually tracks hurricanes as part of her job. Oh, what? She just realized very this? equipped for this. Yeah. Get her yeah, in. I know. What does she do? <laughs> Well, she is an actuarial actuar. David doesn't even an know actuarial assistant, and so it's like an insurance agency, but it's like property insurance, and so then she has to keep track of hurricanes because uh, their destruction will affect you know who's insurance going to rates. file claims. Uh, yeah, so they want to know what their area of impact will be when a hurricane makes landfall. So is her job, is it like that movie Twister? (laughs) Uh, No, I don't think she actually, like, followed Well, I know she doesn't follow Is she like, I just want to see it! I just want to see it! I I have a cousin whose husband is, like, the movie Twister for hurricanes. What? Yeah, he, like, 
like flies a plane like above the hurricanes and takes like uh you know science readings and stuff and will like fly down into the eye and take different readings and things what? like that. Does he ever catch it with a lasso and go yeehaw? <laughs> Cuz I'm pretty sure that happened in Twister. <laughs> that was well. That was spoiler alert, Carol. That was the end of the movie. So sorry yeah, for when, when Bill pa- when uh, Bill Paxton lassoed the Twister. Like, did you know that Bill Paxton wrote the song "Rock You Like a Hurricane" from yeah, of Twister? Okay, huh. uh, it was probably in Twister. It was in like <laughs> it was probably yeah. in Twister. Uh, yeah, we yeah we should have had Lauren on. She could have told us all about hurricanes. We were gonna yeah. have Bill Paxton on, but. Yeah. All right. yeah. Too little, too late. Oh. He said he was gonna too. <laughs> he, he promised. Was like I swear, I will be on your show. I love you guys. He was like, "Do the Arthur episode, talk about the movie <laughs> Twister, and I'll be there." <laughs> Game not over, man. <laughs> the only anecdote I know is that her boss, <laughs> who is the actuary, is very confused at while why there are now more hurricanes and with greater intensity. Hmm. He can't figure it out. Because the I one mean, thing he knows is uh, Fox News says it has nothing to do with man, what men are doing. Sure. Yep. It's certainly not man made climate change, that's for sure. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, should we get into this uh, very exciting episode? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. So I have to I have to say it was a little weird for me to click on the link that you sent to this episode and and be watching something on the PBS website for the yeah. show. It, felt, <laughs> it didn't have, like, snowflakes or yeah. a pirate on well, I, I was just, like, what? Yeah, it's like, legitimate? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it wasn't, you know, Daily Motion. It wasn't, you know, an Amazon episode that I dropped 99 cents for or, like, something. It was just like, oh, P- PBS. Like, it's, like, educational and shit. I was like, we're just actually so allowed like, to watch this. Nobody's upset yeah. that we have access to this. They want children to be able to watch this, and also thirty-year-old adults can watch it too. Next question I have: uh, Why does this show have a vaguely Jamaican-sounding theme song? <laughs> yep. Every day when you're walking down the street, everybody that you meet has an original point of view. And I say, hey, hey, what a wonderful kind of day. If you can learn to work and play and get along with each other. You got to listen to your heart, listen to the beat, listen to the rhythm, the rhythm of the street. Open up your eyes, open up your ears, get together and make things better by working together. It's a simple message and it comes from the heart. Oh, believe in yourself. For that's the place to start. Start and I sing. Hey, hey, what a wonderful kind of day. To learn to work and play. And get along with each other. What a wonderful kind of day. What a wonderful kind of day. Hey, hey, T.W. Hey, It's Ben Harper does the theme song, right? I'm sure. Who's Ben Harper? He's a beautiful song crafter. (laughs) (laughs) Is he beautiful too? Because now I'm picturing him as beautiful. I would say that he paints with music. (laughs) Well, according to uh, the Cracked Research team, 
the opening theme "Believe in Yourself" is yeah. by one Ziggy Marley. Oh, and the Ziggy Melody Marley! Makers. That's oh, right. Shit. Mm. You know what? I'm gonna say too that one of the only things I ever knew about the show Arthur is that who wrote the theme was a question on who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> And it was, I thought it was Ben Harper, but Ziggy Marley, but that's just because I'm racist, which is a separate issue. Well, and but okay, so. It always stuck with me that the song would have a theme like that, but I never actually heard it till today. Um, Sorry you didn't get a million dollars, Ryan. I know, I was I was gonna win a million dollars, but I got so it wrong. Close. Well, and this is where, does, does it make me racist to have wondered, Ziggy Marley and the Melody Makers, do they have any relation to Bob Marley? Because they do. No, because they do. But if they didn't, then yes. So close one. Close one. So anyway, yeah. Weirdly, weirdly Jamaican. I shouldn't say weirdly. Randomly Jamaican sounding theme. Yeah, just a reggae theme. It does make me want Arthur to be like very Jamaican. (laughs) As the show starts. Hey, mom. Oh, yeah, man. do we know, has this always been their theme, or have they yeah. changed it? Yeah, oh yeah. It's, it's the only thing listed the on the Crack Research team's webpage. I think it has, like, a nice vibe for the show. Like, it's a very pleasant, yeah. like, not, it's yeah. a very innocuous theme, and it's kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it is true that um, uh, this isn't a very reggae-influenced show. <laughs> yeah. Let's bump up yeah. the reggae, guys. Come on. Also, and Ryan, to your uh, to your astonishment at this coming from the show's 18th season, mm-hmm. uh, it is the longest running children's animated series in the U.S. and the second longest running animated series in the U.S. behind, of course, The, the Simpsons. Simpsons. Wow, damn, that's crazy. Because if you had told me that Arthur <laughs> ran for like three years in the 90s, I would have like that. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah, I had exactly. no idea that there was yeah, so that was much a thing of this. that existed makes sense, but yeah. yeah, no, it's it's like historically longevity. Hmm. Yeah, and it's just weird because like maybe I'm not a kid, obviously, but like you don't really hear about it. Like I don't see yeah. a lot of like Arthur merchandise out there or anything. Yeah, that's yeah, what like, I guess. Yeah, it's not like present in my radar. Yeah, right. Like there isn't a whole fucking Paw Patrol aisle of uh, of Arthur toys yeah. out there but it's you know but not longer than paw patrol so mm-hmm. suck it rider and the pups yeah but i'm trying to think i feel like sesame street's still more well that's but that's not animated this is specifically i don't no no i'm not i'm not talking about the record but i'm just like i still feel like i see like sesame street around yeah, where you yeah. just don't see arthur at all well know? sesame street's like an institution yeah it's it's like a but apparently so is Arthur. It's been on That's for true. 22 no, years. It's, it's strange to be so unaware of it, even <laughs> though we're not like five years old, which would help. It seems yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Right. Uh, so we begin the episode at an ice cream shop. And yeah. uh, and apparently one of the kids is working at behind the counter. <laughs> yeah. What's up with that? Child. This is actually well, an episode about child labor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because he's so smart, and they uh, don't have parents. Uh, the kid, yeah, he runs the store. Well, that's that like I—I I guess I'm not a hundred percent sure how old these kids are supposed to be. They're nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are, are are they nine? Do the kid you know says that? he's nine because he like when he's trying to breathe, and the therapist. Is oh saying, yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, I've been yeah. breathing for nine years. He like sasses her, and it was. That's right. So yeah, he's been breathing for nine years, and apparently he's been working at the ice cream shop for like eight of those. Yeah. Yeah. 
He's a really, hard child labor is a stone we can throw on this pod. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We treat our children very, uh, most of them live, David. <laughs> yeah, we only have a few fatalities a year. It's, not like it's almost baby. humane. Yes, precisely. <laughs> Uh, and he well, he I love a... so he made this globe, and yeah. it yeah. has so it's like tracking the weather. Is that right? Yes, I guess, or and just think... the hurricane. And it's got the Sadie. it's got the hurricane spinning, and then they come up close to it, and it's all like pixelated. And it oh, was yeah. like it looked like was there like a a dick on the hurricane or something? <laughs> like it was, really, <laughs> it's like a censored hurricane. I thought that was yeah, funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little too intense. There's no way that's actually working. This kid, he says he put a touch screen on it, but I'm sure he just fucking took a crayon onto a globe. It was moving. Kids don't have... Yeah, it was moving. It was rotating. Kids don't have touch screens. They, they, they all do now. This this episode's all about how out of touch we are, Carol. <laughs> Arthur's been on for 20 years. He's 35. And... He drives a car. He has all the touch screens he wants. All the kids know about touch screens, and we don't. He's lost. Because we're rapidly aging. That's true. That's true. Kids don't know how good they got it with the internet and cheat codes. They don't and know hurricane globes. Yeah. Back in my day, we just heard of that hurricane. I don't know. We're Austin and I are from Minnesota. We know nothing about hurricanes, so we're oh, for right. now. Yeah, yeah until, uh, until the ocean swallows Wisconsin, and suddenly yeah. we're on the coast. <laughs> oh, is Wisconsin first to go? I like Wisconsin. No, you mm. don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Shots fired, Wisconsin. Uh, so they ask why it's named Hurricane Sadie, and uh, we are taught about the how storms get their name. It's alphabetical, but also misogynistic. Well, I thought it alternated. It I thought it alternated. Ladies' power. Oh, I thought it alternated. It? Yeah, I thought it alternated boy girl, boy girl, boy Does girl. Does it? I can't I think like of a boy hurricane. I can't either. Andrew, Harvey, mm. Harvey. Yeah. Huh. Only yes. the the lame hurricanes are men. <laughs> yeah, that's the it's the lady hurricanes that cause all the damage. Am I right? Mm, yeah. Well, that's pretty cool then. That's that's <laughs> progress. I take it back that it's actually feminism that the lady hurricanes are the real murderers. Yeah, the one that hit Puerto Rico. Maria. Maria. Well, that's not. But uh, Harvey hit. It wasn't that the one that hit Houston? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then we decided that we cared about Houston. Well, yeah. the president <laughs> did. Uh. Um, yeah, so then we kind of learn about being prepared and having water and food and generators because that's what one of their houses, well, Muffy's house, I think, has that. But she's also rich, I think, so of course it's easy for her to be she, prepared. She's a monkey, right? I think uh, so. Possibly. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll settle for possibly. Yeah, no, don't. <laughs> I have no idea, like, yeah, what yeah. these animals, like, with the exception of the kid who's clearly, like, a rabbit. I'm like, I don't know who, what animals everybody is supposed well, to be. Arthur's an aardvark. Well, I know that, but only because that was established in one of the books. Uh, Alan slash Brain, he is a bear. I didn't... What? He looks just like Arthur. He does. I just thought he was an aardvark. He's a bear? <laughs> <laughs> he 
He's, uh, he's, not even he's always wearing like a hat that you don't see his ears. He's always in his hairnet for his child job at the He's a bear store. of Senegalese descent. What? And his last name's Powers, and he's a smart one, like a certain Samuel. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Let's see. Muffy is a monkey who has long red hair. There we go. He doesn't look anything like a bear. No. So uh, this just in from the crack research team. Uh, Hurricanes are technically not named. Tropical storms are named. Yeah. And then they carry on that name if they develop into hurricanes. And then also, uh, during even-numbered years, men's names are given to the odd-numbered storms, and during odd-numbered years, women's names are given to the odd-numbered storms. Oh, dang! So that they don't always start one way or the other. Yeah, I have no idea. But I'll still call it sexist, just for fun. And they technically, they like, this is, they like map it all out. So like, I'm looking at a table right now that has what the names of hurricanes will be in 2022. Oh, wow. Oh, so they don't even, so they already have the names set? Yeah. They apparently go like six years because they have a list of names that they like cycle through every six years, I guess. I don't know. And they retire certain names. It's a whole fucking thing, apparently. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, if something gets too bad, then they retire the name, but then if yeah. no one cares about that storm, then they'll just reuse it. Right, name. like, I don't think we'll ever have a Hurricane Katrina again. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I am looking forward to 2022 when Hurricane Gaston hits. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that is sexist. <laughs> I'm gonna, that's gonna be one of those sound bites that comes and bites us in the ass in 2022. Hurricane <laughs> Gaston is gonna be like... Yeah. The worst <laughs> like, catastrophe like, in human wipes history. Wipes out the entire eastern seaboard. Yeah. Austin's going to be like running for Senate, and then the clip <laughs> from our show is going to ruin his You're life. You're going to be up for like the Supreme Court yeah. nomination. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> well, this one time he was looking forward to the hurricane wiping everybody out. Like, don't judge me on my past actions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Then I think it's Muffy who's having a hurricane party, which is, is that a thing? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you want to come over. Yeah, don't look at me. I, I wasn't <laughs> sure if that was like a legit thing hurricane people do, or if that was just a like, I'm rich <laughs> and don't people do. care about <laughs> things. Uh, but then for the party, uh well, Alan decides to give some ice cream because he's like, well, if the power goes out, we're going to lose the ice cream anyway. So suddenly all the kids are like, well, I'm having a party, too, and I'm going to need some ice cream. Mm -hmm. And if I knew hurricanes got you free ice cream, I would have been moving a long time ago. Now they love hurricanes. (laughs) (laughs) Just like Austin. Those kids can't, uh, the the kids' parents can't afford to hire any help because their eight-year-old indentured servant keeps (laughs) handing out free ice cream. Uh Aww. It's almost as if child labor is wrong, but, you know, <laughs> we need our research team, so. I can't believe he's supposed to be a bear. It's like they didn't <laughs> even, no one even knew what a bear was who designed that character. That's what's wrong with this show. Once they neutered his nose and cut off, they circumcised it, 
then all of the animals lost their distinction and everybody just kind of has like a round generic monkey cat face. Uh, we'll yeah. go to my character design I hate the most later. I like the look of the show, honestly. Like the I thought it looked Aww. pretty good, but it's I just pleasant. It, I mean, for, in the show's defense, they're the merely land. they're merely adopting the sanded off the rough edges character design that the that the books did. I mean, he was all, he only had that like goofy obviously an aardvark look for like one or two books the artist Mm -hmm. the the creator very quickly uh created how he looks now and so it's not really the series fault but it's still kind of shitty well it's kind of like garfield how he looked all fucked up for the first couple years like Um, yeah so weird (laughs) (laughs) or that like early peanuts before they kind of settled into their uh kind of established iconic looks or even like early simpsons stuff. yeah that's yeah. true too yeah when homer sounded like walter matthau hmm. uh so alan is walking his on a, is walking home with his dad and he's teaching us about an anemometers and barometers i believe uh one measures air pressure and the other is wind although barometer is wind no barometer is pressure i think yeah yeah i think the anemometer is wind dang because austin needs those around just to make sure the wind isn't (laughs) too intense before he goes outside i can feel it i can feel it in my bones when it's getting too intense (laughs) i don't need no no fancy science to tell me that one time we made a min- a wind measure out of cups in grade school, and you could tell it was windy when the cups would spin. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like we didn't need science for that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you now you have it, Austin, to protect you from the scary howling. This yeah. is true. Uh, and everyone just seems pretty excited for this hurricane, which seems kind of weird. And right. Well, yeah, I mean, Brain is a total nerd for hurricanes. He's like, I'm going to go check all my scientific readings. Mm -hmm. It's just like, let's hope no one dies, Brain. Right? Well, Brain will get what's coming to him. (laughs) And you think everything that happens to him is deserved? Maybe not everything, but he'll he'll (laughs) learn that there's a dark side to to hurricanes. I like how we're talking like it's everything's a little more ominous than it really is. It's not that bad. No, this is the most like anticlimactic hurricane ever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, Uh, it's pretty windy. (laughs) I mean, a kid gets really shaken up. Yeah. Um, Arthur's home loses power, so the kids are a little, uh, nervous about that, and then, uh, Alan is getting excited about the 110 mile per hour winds, and then we go to Muffy's place, but they just go out and start the generator, so everything's cool there, and then they're just in, like, a giant dining hall and living the, uh, 1% life there. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the time I said... Some rabbit kid's dad. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's my notes. It's like rich monkey kid, rabbit kid. They all are that. I think that's called the dad bit. And then the one kid I just wrote him as like the scared kid or the nervous kid because I thought he was a aardvark. (laughs) Although he's very clearly a bear. No indication he was a bear. No visual cue whatsoever. <laughs> Dude, would she like mauled somebody or in like this episode? Eating honey to... or I don't know. <laughs> uh, so 
yeah, we go to the next morning, and I think I get, yes, I said some rabbit kid. Her name is LaDonna, which is a name. And uh, <laughs> it keeps sounding like Madonna to me. And so Yeah, I thought it was, too. So, wait, did you skip the part where people are leaving their pets behind? No, I think that comes up soon enough. Oh, uh, well, I'll just talk about it, because I don't care. Um <laughs> It's always weird, right? Where it's yeah, like, yeah, because they're, they're all bears, animals, and then they have yeah. dogs. And then at yeah. one point, someone makes a joke about a pet monkey, but they <laughs> one, some of them are monkeys. <laughs> so, like, I can get it if none of them are dogs, and they have dogs. Like, all right, but yeah. now we have like two kinds of monkeys in this world. There's like, I don't, it's, I don't know, it's strange. Yeah, it's the classic animal stuff. I mean, they should just do stuff where they everyone has like pet bugs or something. Or they should be like little people. people. It should have been a little person sitting on the roof. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pet people. Yeah. A little nervous accountant. Oh, it's like a little no. naked man. Oh, no. oh. I wish I had clothes. Oh no! And they draw his penis. Yeah, he's just like Carolyn's <laughs> adamant about that part. He's but on the roof. He's just out. like. <laughs> That's yeah, it would pixel out. It would look like the hurricane on the globe. Yeah, that's um, what the hurricane is. Is that guy's penis? You guys. He's just sitting on the roof. He's like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so LaDonna's <laughs> dad is with the Army Corps of Engineers. And so he has to tell her all about that, how, you know. His duty calls when things are destroyed. Yeah, this this is the point where the episode also became a very special commercial for the Army Corps of Engineers. Mm. Yeah. Those so is that guys. a part of the army where instead of shooting a person who's not white, you shoot a tornado? No, it's where instead of shooting a person who's not white, you build a bridge <laughs> so that the other people can cross over a river or otherwise bridge-spanning chasm mm. to shoot other people. Oh, to be fair, in this case, it just sounds like he's trying to help rebuild a few things, you know. Yeah, he has to answer I mean, it's... for the industrial complex of, of 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 manifest destiny, David, and militarism. They're basically yeah, they're basically just engineers that work for the army. Um, yeah. I did I did appreciate that as much as we got a little commercial for the Army Corps of Engineers, there a running plot throughout this episode is. How it also sucks to be in the army because you get called away from your family and can't, you know, participate in various cherished childhood uh, milestones and whatnot. I thought that this episode had like a really rich emotional subtext. Like there are a lot of feelings below the surface, I thought. Look at the rabbit girl and the (laughs) the nervous kid they were both like really going through stuff and it was kind of sensitive and layered the way they dealt with it i thought yeah it was kid appropriate without being like looking at the camera and teaching the kids at home a lesson yeah it was like sharp writing i thought it was empathetic writing yeah yeah and it was interesting that like ladonna throughout this episode she's really bummed about her dad not being there but it never gets to like her blaming her dad or you know like yeah yeah again which is kind of nuanced like she's not like she recognizes that her dad has to do this and that he doesn't want to miss her birthday but that he still has to do this and he she's not like mad at him for it Mm -hmm. right yeah so then we get the tv so apparently the powers come back on for at least arthur because he's watching tv and he learns about the pets that are just being left behind and it kind of just leaves it at that for a moment where they're just like 
Some people leave their pets behind. I'm like, well, now I'm bummed. <laughs> no, I can't handle that. Even when it's, you know, when it's real, it's fucking, it breaks my heart. But then when even mm-hmm. when it was just this dog on the roof who wasn't one of the dogs who could wear a shirt and get a job. Just a regular <laughs> fucking dog on that roof. Oh, no, buddy. What I did, I do appreciate that. Like, so this becomes, spoiler alert, this becomes, like, Arthur's plot line throughout this episode. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. him him empathizing with these these lost pets and how he's going to, you know, help it out, help them out and all that. I appreciate that, like, despite being the titular character, he doesn't get the big, like, I'm scared of hurricanes, I have to come to terms with it arc, or the, my dad is away and I'm bummed about him missing my birthday arc. Like, he's, his is probably, like, the third or fourth most like visceral immediately visceral sort of emotional reaction despite being the main character which is you know it suggests that this show has a strong supporting cast of characters mm-hmm. i'd say it's too strong because half the time i can keep track of who, who's doing what if they well, were more distinct animals it would be yeah easier. that david that doesn't help because they all kind of look the same and we just don't know when like <laughs> we aren't familiar with any of these characters yeah. Hashtag. None of them had British accents to help. No, it really would have made it easier. <laughs> Hashtag not all animals look alike. Although LaDonna has a uh, southern accent. I think she's Ooh. supposed to be like Louisiana. Yeah, they made. she made a comment in the in the ice cream parlor about like, she's from Louisiana, so she knows hurricanes. And I was like, yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, that's kind of sad. <laughs> like, you probably are here because of one, and now you're going to get hit with one again. Yikes. Mm-hmm. So then they uh, rebuild Arthur's dog's house. So I think Arthur's got a dog. Mm. And then yeah, uh, Arthur should check on that. Or or a naked man that lives in his backyard, six of one. It's a little <laughs> man. <laughs> hey, Arthur, give me chips. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> but we and haven't is... seen him since the hurricane, so we don't know if he made it actually. His human pet, you mean? The nude dog man? (laughs) Arthur's? We'll see. They never kill off the nude dog man. Yeah. You know, that's kind of like staple writing, you know. Right. It's too sad for the nude dog man to die. (laughs) Uh, So, but LaDonna kind of teaches Arthur about the Army Corps of Engineers, but then also says, you know, sometimes he's not there for stuff, but then she neglects to tell him that it's going to be her birthday soon. But we learn that on our own. And somebody might not be there for it. And we're sad. Cheer up, little girl. People without dads have every birthday without dads. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. (laughs) Uh, And then we find uh, Alan has come... Is with his dad, seeing that a tree fell on their ice cream store, which might be the saddest part of this whole. That is hey, pretty. No, they got hard. the ice cream out, David. It's okay. I know, but now they can't make more ice cream. Yeah. Maybe they can make some maple ice cream. <laughs> yeah, I see what you did there. Don't worry, so, don't worry, David. As the as the adult father told his nine year old son, he just got off the phone with his insurance agent, and everything's going to be a okay. <laughs> Um, it's very soothing to hear those words. <laughs> I should have had Lauren on this podcast for her hurricane expertise. Yeah. But Carol, you should have invited your sister over for her tree falling on buildings expertise. <laughs> the 
Yeah, let's patch her in. I just saw her. I think I think it's fine. Yeah, what happened? So, for context, someone who hasn't listened yeah. to every recording we've ever done. How dare you? Or, yeah, or yeah. who didn't what's listen to last. What's wrong with you? Or who didn't listen to our previous episode because it got brought up then, too. Oh, did it? Yeah. <laughs> Carol's sister was on our show one time, and a tree fell on her house during the recording. So, is her house okay? That was years yeah. and years ago. Yeah. I, it was years ago. I haven't heard about it since. When I mean, you think I would if it was terrible, right? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you just don't care. <laughs> like she didn't show up at your house the next morning. Like Carol, I have to live here now because my house has been crushed by a tree. No, She's actually been living at a fun. shelter, a la the kids in this episode of Arthur. And Carol I just don't care. Monkey girl. A la care. Muffy, get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, I think it was mostly the garage. You know, yeah, okay. needed a little bit of repair. I believe insurance was okay. But then again, you know, I should go invite myself over and just really sniff around, make sure yeah. <laughs> all the walls are upright. I mean, and we've never we've, ne- we've never had your sister on another episode again. Sure. But I mean, I don't blame her because look what happened the last time she was on <laughs> one of our shows. It's true. All right, so from now on, we got to sneak a reference into the tree crushing. Carol's sister's house into every episode because we've done it in two consecutive episodes. Now. True, that's our new thing. It was pretty funny. <laughs> it was. It was wild as hell. I felt bad, but I had to keep doing the show. You were mad because she walked out. I remember. <laughs> You're like, you can wait. It's still gonna be on your house in an hour. I, mean, it's, I, I mean, I think that's also the first and only time we've had like a guest walk out in the middle of a recording. I which so. I mean, for our show, is saying something. It's true. Yeah. We are morally repugnant. Yeah, I don't know how many times a guest wanted to walk out on one of our recordings. Right. Well, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a horse of a different happened. color. That's when I learned to lock the door. That's a, <laughs> that's a new dog man of a different color. <laughs> it's a different new dog man, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Alan is having a hard time. <laughs> Dealing with the idea that their family prepared and did everything right, yet something wrong still happened. Yeah. Welcome to life, kid. Right? <laughs> I think his problem is that he didn't pray to dog or god or whoever it is yeah. in this Arthur universe. Dog god. The god. Yeah, what animal? Do, do, do every animal have their a different god or do they all believe in the same god? In Arthur? Yeah. I didn't see that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe maybe it's like Galactus, where each species views that God as their own species. Well, I don't think God is like coming down in the show. Well, no, but I like think, they're they're I like that... iconic, like their iconography of the of the you know de- mm. deity. Like Arthur's family has a picture of like Jesus yeah. in their kitchen, and he looks like yeah. an aardvark. Austin, have you ever said that word out loud? Yeah, I, I just I, read I it. Totally stumbled over that <laughs> iconography. Iconography, um, correct pronunciation. <laughs> um, but would that suggest that like all animals have to go to separate churches? Then, well, I believe that in this world, there's been thousands of years of horrible wars over the identity <laughs> of God, where the bears and the um, aardvarks yeah. and the monkeys are all just killing each other. Is maybe that kid is like half aardvark? That bear kid. <laughs> Yeah, do we know if they can interbreed? Because they all look about half to me. Especially that bear kid, though. Give me a break. Yeah. The fucking aardvarks. Same design. 
it's kind of like animalist of you to like start judging like the heritage of a animal just on its looks you know well if there was a show where it was like a black kid and he had like blonde hair and white skin it's like michael jackson's son i'm like genetically that kid is not black at all yeah and like sure that's his kid like legally i respect that but don't say that's genetically a son it's obviously not it's impossible sorry that's just always driven me nuts um so now alan comes home and he's kind of getting scared of the wind that's blowing through his window and this is when i first thought of austin oh, I go. with good cause <laughs> that wind could reach through that window and just pick him up and carry him away hey austin when you're a kid were you would you have a bad reaction when you heard that Cat Stevens song that's like I listen to the wind to the wind of my soul. Would that frighten you? Probably, yeah. It's such a pretty song. That's true. What about the song about the evil lady who uh, trips down the streets of the city and her eyes flash at the sound of lies? Everyone knows it's windy. Streets of the city smiling at everybody she sees. That's a great song. Would know. It's so good. I love it because she sounds really scary and powerful. But it's such I a like poppy her. upbeat song. Yes. Yeah. About a scary wind demon. Stormy eyes. Sound of light. It's turning into a musical episode for us. <laughs> you know, we're all just fucking dark. And Wendy has wings to fly. Do, 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 up do, above do, the clouds. Alright. Uh. <laughs> What was I saying? Oh, when? Did you have um, to keep your window closed, Austin? Did I have to keep the window closed? Well, like on particularly windy days, why would I want it open? It could just get me that much easier. <laughs> well, much like everyone else in the world, when it was windy, Austin would have to close his like, it did, like Okay, like if my window was open and there was like a light breeze coming through, that didn't bother me. It was just like the strong, like there was an intensity line that I that I had that where, you know, above that you start to get worried and below that it was fine. What about fans? Yeah, no, fans were fine. Like, they're artificial. Like, they, no matter how high you turn them, they can't blow you away. You can still, like, chop your finger off, though. Well, that's a totally different... I wasn't worried about the wind dismembering me. <laughs> well, you should. You really should, Austin. <laughs> uh, so, we now move on to Arthur, who's in school, and he's still worried about the stray naked... Man, yeah. <laughs> he saw We're all news. worried about that. Yeah. Try, to keep, try to keep track of our alt narratives better, David. <laughs> <laughs> so you knew that Buster was a rabbit, though, right? Yeah. Oh, that's right. clear. It's clear in its design. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Buster talks about his sadness of when he lost his pet rock, and the music makes fun of him for it. And I'm like, <laughs> this is a nine year old. It might have been traumatic to lose his pet rock. Let's have some sympathy, you know? No. Nope. Buster's a buster. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Buster does recommend helping out at the uh, animal shelter. Which is which solid are... advice. Yep. Yes. And I was like, yeah, maybe I should. Uh, Muff- Muffy's talking to Alan about how bad it is that she has to go sleep at a four-star hotel for a few days. Mm-hmm. Because her house, I guess I must have missed that part, but her yeah. house is uh, flooded. Yeah, she like slept through the whole hurricane, but then woke up and found that it had, the downstairs had flooded. 
Well, it's interesting. Yeah, no one really... Go ahead. Uh, and no one really warned her, like, when she woke up at night. Like, everyone was just gone from the house. Well, the yeah, the butler was there wearing, like, rain galoshes and was mm-hmm. like, hmm, Muffy, it appears that the house is flooded. Hmm. It's interesting, yeah. though, when she confronts the kid in the hall... And she's like, how are you doing? And he's like, I'm having some problems. And then she just talks about herself. Like, really? <laughs> she like, really turns it around. Yeah. Classic I felt, 1%. I uh, felt happy seeing Muffy's mansion get flooded. That was yeah. cathartic. There was some justice to it. For like a week while she was put out, at least. Yeah. I, I might be wrong. I get the feeling that Muffy might be more of the antagonist of the series as much as like a children's show will have an antagonist. Like, you're still supposed to like... She's not going to be evil, but that, like, she's going to have to learn more lessons than most. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know what you mean, David. Like, the... Mm-hmm. I, I can't come up with a good example, but I know what you're she talking about. She seems kind of like a rich snob, and I don't think that yeah. goes away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or Brain, slash Arthur, or not Arthur, Alan, uh, <laughs> forgot his books, his school books, and I guess that's a thing. I don't know, is it just because he was too scared, or... I guess, yeah. It was a thing. Anyways, we go back to uh, LaDonna's house, and she's video chatting with her dad. And then he's saying that he might have to stay longer if, you know, things get worse, and then they lose connection. I thought he might be dead after that. but (laughs) That might be a little too heavy even for this show. (laughs) R.I.P. LaDonna's dad. What is he? What is his animal? Uh, They're rabbits, I believe. Sure. We'll go with that. Look, no, I can look it up here. <laughs> wait, wait, are, are you on the, like, Arthur wiki? <laughs> yeah, something that's a... She is a student. She is a rabbit. Okay, you got it. brownish tan complexion. A brownish rabbit. She first appeared in season 16 mm-hmm. in the Pretty two-part late. episode entitled Based on a True Story. Okay. So then uh, Muffy's family can't find a hotel. Or, well, like, the hotel was overbooked, and they're like, mm, indeed, we're just going to ask for eight times the price, because we're a business, and that's what we can do. And, and I mean, uh, to the rich people's credit, they were like, we applaud your uh, attempts to gouge us all. We will yeah. humbly retire to a different abode. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that's not what was indicated. They just said they were overbooked. But right. we know the truth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so then Muffy's dad is like, we're going to have to live in a shelter. And Muffy's not happy about that. But I mean, who would be? I mean, I know she's a rich kid, but (laughs) I know. And again, to her parents' credit, they're they roll with it pretty good. They are. They're really even keeled about it. They're not even entitled or anything, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. I bet they are. We just don't see it. Yeah, but But I mean, I guess it's telling that they don't have any like family friends that they could like stay with for a little uh-huh. bit or anything <laughs> mm-hmm. or just like leave town and go to a different hotel like like i understand that this fancy four-star hotel and whatever the hell town this is is booked up but i mean presumably their butler could drive their car to some four-star hotel three towns over that they could stay at like you know one of the things that doesn't necessarily get talked about a lot with hurricanes is you know the people that stay behind stay behind sometimes because they can't get out like they lack the the resources to actually like just you know drive three towns over and hang out there for a couple of weeks until the water washes out of their house 
Mm-hmm. Um, but these are like the rich ass people. They probably take the chopper to the Hamptons for the <laughs> week until your house gets fixed, you know? Yeah, they want for nothing. But they're, you know, obviously the episode's trying to make a point here. Yeah, we need to learn a lesson about shelters. Right, right. That I guess they exist, Adam. <laughs> um. <laughs> nice people are there, I guess. I don't know. Uh, we go back to LaDonna, who's having a dream about the fact that her dad is never home, and so they have to, like, celebrate everything at once, which is called the, uh, Graduate Chris Surf Day. <laughs> Sorry, sport. There's been another emergency. Looks like we'll have to celebrate your Graduate Chris birthday some other time. It's not fair! That was confusing. Yep. <laughs> they're going to celebrate her graduation christmas and birthday all in once because he won't be there for oh. any of it so it's kind of sad um we go back to alan who's all scared about trees falling on the house and so his dad has to like uh sit with him until he falls asleep and him and uh, his parents know there's something wrong here and they're gonna have to i don't know give him electroshock therapy <laughs> and then his dad like it promises him that he'll be okay which like you can't guarantee i mean that's what this is about i I wrote that down too right i was like are we gonna be okay i promise like you can't promise that you don't know his dad has a heart attack right then and there i know or he should have been like it'll be okay i promise well i can't promise because there's always a chance (laughs) that something horrible will happen yeah yeah but I mean, I could just be dismembered tomorrow, and then I'll be, you know. I mean, if this was, like, a darker show, I would have been worried that the, like, that that was a foreboding promise of, like, you know, saying I'll be right back in a horror movie means you're gonna die, that he's just like, everything will be a-okay, I promise, and then part two, like, a tree crushes his dad or something. (laughs) I know, that dad was just couldn't, was asking for a tree to crush him. Right, right. But, um... Are you suggesting his dad would make a grand speech, like, in uh, Deep Blue Sea? Oh, yeah. <laughs> tree would come shark. out of nowhere and just smash So him. good. That's so... That's <laughs> film history, that moment. <laughs> but, uh, uh... If this were a better show, yes. It's interesting <laughs> that it's about this kid's need for, like, stability and to be yeah. sure, reassured. But it's interesting because right. it's like he's nine, and unfortunately, the real truth of that growing up lesson is that there is no guarantee. Like, stability is fleeting. It's a really it's a really heady concept. It is. Yeah, and just that you can only do so much. And, of course, his character's, you know, his nickname is Brain. He's the smart one. He's just supposed to be able to do everything and right. foresee everything and plan for everything and he can't and he's helpless against yeah, the hurricane yeah, him trying to figure that out is probably tough you know yeah well, try to beat the wind brain he mm, can't can't do it exactly well and that's i mean as a as a parent that's one of those things that like i dread being asked that by my son like those sort of questions where what they need is to be reassured but you can't and you don't want to give them false yep hope but you, at the same time you don't want him to just like exist in this state of constant panic and fear and i don't look forward to untying that particular knot <laughs> you're just gonna show him this episode <laughs> here watch yeah. this <laughs> just tell him like every morning be like just so you know daddy could die today well yeah. right like you like <laughs> that's true but you don't need to like underscore <laughs> that constantly but at the same time you don't want to just be like oh no uh, it'll be a long long time before i die i don't know that or i'll never die yeah, yeah. you should fake your death 
for like a month or two just so he gets used to the idea. (laughs) I can handle it now. Yeah, think about how happy he'll be when you're not really dead. Yeah, exactly. Problem solved. Yeah. David, between this and raising your child to be a Batman-esque superhero, I really think you should write a parenting book. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, I'm already on it. Alrighty. Um... So we go to the shelter, and Muffy can't sleep because everyone's snoring too much. Well, this is part two now, right? Uh, yeah, I yeah. guess. I I should be honest. I found <laughs> didn't <this> watch on... <laughs> this. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm just looking at the cliff notes. <laughs> I read the Wikipedia. The wiki <laughs> no, it was on demand on my c- cable, so oh. I didn't. So I just watched it, and they combined the two. So it's just oh. like a half hour episode. So I didn't know when it actually stopped. Was it with? Him being scared of the truth. Like, it literally ended with his dad promising him that everything was going to be fine. Yeah, and that was just the end of the episode. That was it. Yeah, you were just like, wow, that was an ominous cliffhanger. The end. <laughs> he did. Yeah, so then I guess we start the next episode uh, at a shelter with Muffy not being able to sleep because of snoring, which uh, I guess we could all relate to that at some mm-hmm. point in our life. And uh, so she's up and then she meets Kaylee. Who seems to know the uh, tips and tricks of living in a shelter and what the do's and don'ts and such. I like when she's like, how on earth do you get any sleep? It's like a snooze factory in here. And I like it both for the phrase snooze factory and also (laughs) because there's this little girl like shouting off while everyone's sleeping. Yeah, yeah, they're both shouting at each other. Yeah, it's like... How is anyone getting sleep? Exactly, right now? you shouting ass kids. I also, I also like the little animation detail that uh, Muffy's parents have little dollar signs on their sleep masks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> They're rich. They shouldn't wear them. They're gonna get robbed at night. Or like shivved. Yeah, That'll give you shivved in like, the shelter. Yeah. That's a great chance to shiv and rob anybody with dollar signs on their sleep mask. That's how they'll That's go. True. And no one would even feel bad for you. No, no. Yeah, the kids are shouting, especially once they put on the earphones for snoring. Then they really just yeah. shout at each other in front of the sleeping people. Mm-hmm. How on earth do you get any sleep? It's like a snore factory in here. Earplugs. And if those don't work, I use earplugs and earmuffs. That's a great idea. What? I said. <laughs> I'm just kidding ya. And no one wakes up, though. They're heavy sleepers. And then Kaylee and Muffy just go off and start goofing off and, like, slip sliding around <laughs> and stuff. And... <laughs> they do. Yeah. They seem to be enjoying themselves. Uh, we come to LaDonna, who's pissed that it's raining because it means her dad will be gone for a longer time. Maybe dead. Yeah, yeah. I guess we never confirmed that the uh, lost connection wasn't like a tree falling on him or something. I can't assure you that a tree won't fall on your house or dad, people. I can't. This is like a better version of the happening, right? Where the trees just actually start falling on people. Um, It wouldn't take much to make a better version of the happening. (laughs) I feel like I'm being unfair because I've actually never seen the movie. Oh, I saw it. It's as bad as you've heard. <laughs> um, then we go and and uh, Alan is going to see a therapist whose voice you might recognize. 
And her design is much more human than the yeah, other. Yeah. I wrote down, I'm like, me. I'm like, Alan's therapist just looks like a human woman with cat ears. She was, right. I was attracted to her. <laughs> that's the thing i think they made it for horny dudes no offense ryan no instead of looking yeah. like a good blend of the character bible or like let's do a hot broad who's like a cat lady yeah i thought it was good though like if you were a little kid if you were like in love with your therapist you know like that's who it would be she had this like that's do you remember what good. adults were like when you were a kid and some had this mystique to them you know yeah i yeah, felt like yeah. the therapist design really communicated that in her voice who was that her voice it was uh, Indina Manzel. Who's that? Who's that? Uh, voice of, well, Frozen. Yeah, Elsa, the voice of Elsa in Frozen. Yeah. Oh, She's a Broadway oh. star. Was yeah. in oh, okay. was in the original cast of Rent. Oh, is she the one that uh, uh, John Travolta said her name all crazy at the Oscars? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. There will always be a special place in my heart for the movie musical and for the songs that create their most memorable moments. Here to perform the Oscar-nominated, gorgeously empowering song, Let It Go, from the Oscar-winning animated movie, Frozen, please welcome the wickedly talented, one and only, Adele Dazim. That's what she's best known for. (laughs) I think her character design is supposed to try to look like her, too, I think is also part of it. Sheesh. Um, and then there's a part where Alan's like, You can call me Brain. Everyone else does. Okay, and you can call me Dr. Paula. And I'm like, Can't you just call you Paula? You gotta put the doctor in there. <laughs> He's like, Look, kid, I didn't go to doctor school for eight <laughs> years for you to not call me Dr. Paula. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um,. Alan talks about his feelings for an hour and how he's being scared and all that. And I just want opens up right away. I just want to give this show so much credit for that. Alan has to go to therapy more than one time. <laughs> right, yeah. like, that gives it a leg up on the vast majority of sitcoms. Yeah, yes. like pretty much every one. <laughs> that he wasn't just fixed right then and there. Yeah, he wasn't just like, oh, I got it. Okay, I'm good. Yeah, and he didn't have any, like, giant breakthroughs or anything like, oh, my original father was killed by a tree. And that's <laughs> my original <laughs> My dad was dead because of wind, like what happened yeah, to exactly. Austin. <laughs> my original father, the aardvark, and then I was adopted <laughs> by bears. That my mother was already very familiar with, one of the bears. <laughs> uh... Arthur uh, said he visited the Humane Society and they need money, basically. They're just like, give me money, kid. And he's like, I don't got money. Then raise it for us. I think there's threats of, like, kneecaps being shattered, too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, he said the best way to help was probably to raise some money. So he's trying to raise money. So when Buster tries to donate a banana, if he does that in front of Muffy, is it racist? I don't know. And then he said it could be a pet monkey. And again, I don't know. These are hard questions, guys. We need to get to the racial politics and if they can interbreed. Well, is it, yeah, is it the species politics? Is it a race? Do they call each other races or species? I don't really don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of unanswered questions. I mean, there's like... 5,000 episodes of this show that must talk about it. It must be addressed. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. So it's a. We gotta have one where they fuck for sure. We're changing yeah. this to Arthur reviewed starting next. <laughs> episode. We're do every episode. Get to the bottom of this. <laughs> we'll see you in twenty years. Maybe we'll do another '70s show. Yeah, or exactly. We we'll finally get to Three's Company in twenty Ooh, years. Three's Company. Yeah. I like we when Arthur's. It's not too late. I like where Arthur's like, I'm trying to raise money, not fruit. Hey, I called the animal shelter like you said. They are trying to reunite pets and owners, but they're short on funds. So, I'm raising money for them. Care to donate? Sure. Here you go. Buster, I'm trying to raise money, not fruit. I don't know why that's funny, but... Apparently, Buster's just there for comic relief. Is that what I'm learning? Like, he... It's just every time he was on, something wacky happens, and then oh, you get and, the wacky And music. he's, like, there for comic relief in the same way that Screech was around for comic relief. Mm. That he actually yeah. sucks. And that it's not very <laughs> comedic. Uh, so, Arthur comes home where his sister and LaDonna's brother are hanging out. And Arthur's all like, I tried to raise money, but I only got three bucks. And Arthur's sister's like, that's because you got to start, you got to sell. And so she goes on a lesson about how to like get people to part with their Yeah, she says, everyone knows you don't sell the pudding, you sell the wiggle. So good. (laughs) Which is fantastic, but I'm a little disturbed that his younger sister already has this like harsh stripper mentality about how you like... (laughs) Yeah, lure people into parting with <laughs> yeah. their money, and you know it's the sizzle, not the steak that sells. And she's That's like, Arthur, true. you don't clap your ass cheeks together until <laughs> you get the dollar. Yeah, what is DW doing with the rest of her time to be so canny about? Right, this? I don't know. Right. Uh, she's she's alarmingly savvy. Uh-huh. She's watching Mad Men. She's like, just <laughs> Don Draper. I find this antihero bit very uh, compelling. <laughs> Maybe I'll vote wildly in the future due to the anti-hero. <laughs> now, now, get me a, now get me a martini. And I, I assume DW stands for Darkwing? Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. Darkwing's daughter. <laughs> Not Goslin, but DW. It's a fun mm-hmm. fact. When you're in trouble, you call okay, DW. DW. Yeah, Launchpad flew him over. He fucked Arthur's mom. <laughs> then he left. <laughs> No one really talked about it. So. I always imagined Launchpad as the Lothario of the group, though. He yeah. should be getting that. He should be slamming ass all over town. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if he does. Um. So then Arthur's mom is like, your sister has a point. Let me help you build a website. Which I was like, that wasn't her point at all. But all right. Let's, yeah, she just really came out of left field with that. Like, <laughs> oh, it makes it sound so easy. How does this mom know how to make a website? That's pretty hard. Is she using Squarespace? Right, it yeah, must be. Probably. Yeah. Our new sponsor, Squarespace. Squarespace. It's just like on. every other fucking podcast. Yeah, if, if only we had a Squarespace sponsor, we could like seamlessly move into this. <laughs> I know, too bad. Go to Squarespace uh, slash a very special episode <laughs> podcast. Slash is DW's dad dot... <laughs> Uh, I mean, Carolyn, in, in his mom's yeah. defense, I mean, I don't know what the fuck she does. Maybe she's a professional web designer. Yeah, but maybe not. Uh, true. <laughs> also true. I'm just saying we don't know. Somebody must know. Listener who knows Arthur really well, if you want to tell us later all the things we don't know, we'll read that email. Yes, so, we will. So then uh, DW is talking with LaDonna's brother, and LaDonna's brother's like, LaDonna's 
uh, is birthday is coming up, but she says she just doesn't even want a birthday party today. And DW's like, she wants a birthday party. Throw her damn birthday party. Mm-hmm. And she's just like dropping knowledge bombs all over the it's place true. right now. Straight, but how straight does talk. she know that? You know, that she wants, because everyone wants a birthday party. Mm. Like, Except Carol, apparently. Yeah. I mean, I usually do, but I understand when my No, Carol, didn't. canceling your party. <laughs> <laughs> Been working I'm on it for months. Likes so a party. Especially like a nine-year-old. Do you think a nine-year-old is like, I don't want a birthday party. She still wants to be surprised. Well, if the nine-year-old told me they didn't want a birthday party, I would respect their wishes and not give them a birthday party, which is why I was really glad this episode decides to do that for part of it. <laughs> Although, to be fair, sometimes you have to go a little deeper and try to know why they don't want a birthday party. And if she's just kind of bummed about her dad not being there, and spoiler alert, if somebody might be there, maybe it's worth doing. She has to get over her dad, because he's going to die in the next hurricane. It's true. (laughs) She should start uh, emotionally removing herself from him as soon as possible, because he's not long for this world. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Uh, We we go to Muffy. She's in the shelter. She's kind of over the whole thing. She's like, yeah, shelters were fun for the first few days, but now I'm done. Uh, but she passes Kaylee, who's like, oh, me and my mom are going to check out the house. And Muffy's like, let me go with. And the house is just destroyed. And I don't know, uh, I don't know if they're expecting anything different or not, or what. But Muffy learns what real suffering is about, I think. Finally learns. Yeah. People can have it worse than rich people living in a shelter for a week. (laughs) <laughs> we go back and Dr. Paula teaches brain about meditating, which apparently is what Austin needed to learn. Do you mm-hmm. think deep breaths would have helped you? I mean, maybe. Something. Uh, be careful because deep breaths are a lot like wind, Austin. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the... But you're like sucking in the wind. Maybe you right. like it's like you're breathing in and I'm you're... taking I'm taking it in and controlling it and taming it. I'm wrapping a lasso <laughs> around it and making it my own. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, eat... just like Bill Paxton and Twister. <laughs> it's like when you eat a person's heart to gain their power. Their strength, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, um, I mean, I don't know, maybe med- something, you know, meditation maybe would have helped. It was better than, you know, what I had, which was nothing. Which was screaming and clinging to the door. Yeah, exactly. Which was just <laughs> waiting until I grew out of it, which was apparently the approach my parents took. <laughs> <laughs> But it worked, in fairness, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess I survived. I'm here, so. <laughs> he didn't die. That's our measure yeah. of success. Exactly. Austin, did you ever truly get over your fear of the wind, or did you just become big enough that you're like, well, the wind can't get me now? Uh, No, because the wind could still get me. I mean, the strong enough wind. That's <laughs> true. At any time. Yeah. I mean, tornado could come. What, what am I to a tornado? Nothing. <laughs> what is the man to a tornado exactly uh, Alan goes home but he's still struggling to deal with wind blowing through his window and he, even the deep breaths aren't really helping which at the to, moment. Ryan to your point I also appreciated that like he was given a technique and it didn't immediately help yeah totally mm-hmm. like it does he eventually it does help him like you know it is a technique that he can use to get through some of these issues, but it's not like, oh, I breathed in and now I'm cured. No, he he learned some coping strategies and he works to apply them over time. Yeah, yeah. 
Muffy's dad drives up to her in a midlife crisis mobile. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> he's like, I've been getting so much young pussy in this car. <laughs> By which he means cats. He's been getting young cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been saving a lot of stray cats and yeah. people. <laughs> Small for for Arthur's website. <laughs> do, you think, do you think Arthur's website is called youngpussy.com? <laughs> Or like, wants to monetize it. Yeah, she actually says it's not the steak, it's the sizzle. Call it young, young <laughs> It's called a uh, pussy rescue. You don't sell the pudding, you sell the wiggle. <laughs> when that pussy's wrecked, that pussy needs a rescue. <laughs> uh, um, basically, Muffy, Muffy's dad's all like, our house is back. We're leaving the shelter, bitches. We're bitches hail. Yeah, <laughs> Muffy's like, well, we do have a big house, and there's these other people I know who don't have a house right now, so maybe yeah. there's a way we this can all come together. So This is where the rich girl comes down with a bad case of the liberals and wants to help people less fortunate than her. Yeah, you know exactly. who this maybe. reminded me of? Somebody with a big house who took in people who didn't have a house. Ryan, you know? I do know. Everyone should know. It's a Christmas tale. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and it's interesting how arthur has a more realistic follow-up to that than say by the bell did carol are you suggesting that uh that muffy chained this poor girl up in her basement yeah, she was gonna if they were trying to uh, for the listeners again the few of you who have not listened to every fucking thing we did poor you because you don't understand that i'm referencing saved by the bell when zach morris took a homeless lady and her dad after mouth kissing him in a mall they took him home for one episode and, and then and, never again yeah. and i think it's complete canon <laughs> i think the show was intentionally showing that not only was zach like banging the homeless woman mm-hmm. Uh, For sure. her his mom was banging the homeless man. That's right? how oh yeah, felt yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so. no, no, it, it, it was text. It wasn't even subtext. I mean, <laughs> right, right. It was overt. Um, we know Slater put his mouth on <laughs> I think the reason we didn't see them again is dad Zach's dad came home at one point and <laughs> things got super awkward. We've covered this. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I like how the homeless girl's like, no, I'm not going to stay with your family. I have an uncle. Like, yeah. I've <laughs> <laughs> out a couple times. I'm a I'm normal person with, with extended family. Yeah, like, I'm not. I'm no thanks. The show's not re- ready to bring on, like, new characters. Yeah. So I need to get out of here and go And I like, I like how she's like, after this, can we be friends? And she's like, are you kidding after what we've been through? Do you think we could ever be, like, you know, friends? Are you kidding? After what we've been through? Does that, is that a yes or a no? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a very evasive no. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it is It is pointedly neither. It works either way. Yeah. LaDonna is now acting like she wants everyone to ignore her birthday, but you kind of get the feeling that she secretly wants people to make a big deal about it. Or we could just take her at her word. We could. No dads, no Well, I'm saying the show is framing it this way, like with her internal monologue or whatever. Like when the teacher's like, I got a big announcement to make. And she's like, here we go. And then he's like, "Uh, Arthur really did a good thing with this website. Check out arthursrescuepussies.com. Yeah, that's where where she kind of gives away the game when... The teacher's like, oh, I have a big announcement to make. And she's like, oh, here it comes. Like, she really wants it to happen. Mm-hmm. 
Are you suggesting that no means yes, Austin? <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. boy. <laughs> <laughs> that is not uh, what I am suggesting, David. I, I have just completely turned this around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he... Oh, yeah, so they show his website, and... Like, there's videos of, like, the owners talking about his pets, and I'm just wondering how much work was put into this website. Really? Like, like thousands of hours. <laughs> like, there's editing and such, and, like, yeah, there's somebody filmed these people talking about them missing their pets. And... It's not very realistic. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Arthur's <laughs> mom. Sucks. Apparently, you really just fucking nailed this website. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, all we know, I mean, for as, as much as we know, she could have just grabbed those clips off of YouTube and thrown them up on the website. I think Arthur's mom had been working on this project independently already and then just convinced <laughs> Arthur that it was his idea. Oh, uh, he just kind of he just kind of glommed onto it. Well, she was like aware of what his concerns were. Right. And she had been working on it. So she's like, "Oh, let's make a website for uh for you." Yeah. Cuz it's like this Ryan, do you think that Arthur's mom met Darkwing Duck because of her web developing? Um is that a uh, like a web foot duck <laughs> pun? Yeah, it is now. Oh, uh, well, in that case, I'm not going to respond to it. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. I politely decline any this is, response. This is where Ryan draws the line. <laughs> we finally found Ryan's limits. You guys, wow. duck duck related puns is where no Ryan thanks. draws the line. That's so no thanks for me. No, we were in Darkwing hooked up. That's all. Single Arthur yeah. moms in your area. And if like, if they had sex, would yeah. they be able to have a child together? They is the question. Have. Well, why don't we ask the expert on ducks, Austin? <laughs> <laughs> I just stop for a minute and be like, "Wait, who is the expert on ducks again? Was that me?" Yeah, I'm glad. It wasn't me. <laughs> ducks and their mating habits. Yeah. Yeah, we know what you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boy, this episode's just chock-a-block full of Saved by the Bell Review callbacks. Uh, um, LaDonna's leaving school, and Buster has a whole bunch of wood. And, uh, Giggity. <laughs> and he says he has to go build, rebuild the treehouse, and so he's got a glue for that. And then LaDonna's like, you're an idiot, Buster. And, and she never questions whether... He'd be serious about it, so that tells you something about Buster. Well, I also love that he's just like walking down the hallway with like five or six large two by fours. Yeah, like it just where'd he get those two by fours? Yeah, why is he shop? Is he like stealing them from the shop (laughs) class kind of a thing? Or no one's just like, hey, there's a kid walking around with like two by fours taller than he is down the hall. Yep, Uh, no one is like that. (laughs) (laughs) And Ladonna's like, you're a hopeless cause, Buster. I'm going to help you fix the treehouse. But the treehouse was never even broken, so why what? did Buster lure her to the treehouse? Oh. It's because there's a surprise party happening, and oh. no one saw that one coming. Oh. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but the biggest surprise of all is her dad's back for, like, 20 minutes or something. And I he... love that... I love that he, like, steps out from behind a tree wearing his, like, camouflage army uniform. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why she couldn't see him. I know. Uh, And so, you know, kids, if you're wondering if you wish your parent was at a birthday party and they weren't, that means they're worse dads than he is. True. Even then, this crappy dad. Yeah, this crappy dad is never around, made it back for a birthday. So if that doesn't happen in your family, you got to feel really bad. 
<laughs> Little do we know that he's want he's like <laughs> AWOL from the army. Yeah, and yeah like, I know. <laughs> the MPs are out searching for him. Yeah, the MPs tackle him at the birthday party. <laughs> and he just him. snuck away. He blended into some bushes with his camouflage and got all the way out there. Yeah, I'm trying to like Ryan. You always get on Full House back in the day about like people having to learn that they don't always get what they want, only to get what they want yeah. in the end, and. And I'm trying to decide. I don't think this was that bad, though. I thought we're, we'll get to it, but I thought this was great. She yeah. did, she at least didn't. <laughs> this is going to sound worse than I mean it to. But like she never learned the you don't always get what you want lesson. Like yeah, she wanted like she secretly wanted her dad to be at a birthday party, and then he did. So it was great. Yeah, yeah. She didn't like make a like make it all about her. I guess right, you know? right. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Alan wants to come to the party too, but then the wind picks up a little in the woods as he's been there, buddy. There. Been there. Oh boy, <laughs> what did you do, Austin? I'm just saying, you know, you want to go somewhere, you want to like be yeah. part of the crowd, part of the group, hang out with your friends, and you just you're stopped by a crippling fear of the of the wind. I've been yeah, there. <laughs> I, uh, I, but... I, I I feel your pain, weird bear anteater dude. <laughs> when you almost didn't make it to the podcast because there was wind on your microphone yeah exactly yeah. exactly you chase it away with a fan <laughs> uh but then he does his breathing exercises and it, it kind of works this time he's like i'm bigger than the wind and then he makes it to the party and has a good time <laughs> no one's bigger than the wind <laughs> the wind is all powerful <laughs> Uh, after the party, we learn that the ice cream shop is open, which is good news for everybody in town. As yeah. Including the bear kid who gets to go right back to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, right? No more days <laughs> off for you, kid. You better be good. Back to work with you. Uh, and then, uh, we learn, like, one of the kids adopted a dog and then named it Sadie, which is something. <laughs> it's a hurricane. Yeah. yeah, I know. I understand. <laughs> and I guess I don't know what the death toll of this hurricane was, so maybe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's this is like, you know, you adopt a dog and name it Katrina. That just seems yeah, a little exactly. maybe insensitive. Like, it's yeah, true. I don't know. Or it just seems like you're wallowing in bad memories or something. Mm. I don't know. Is it, is it going to around? Is it going to trigger brains like post hurricane stress syndrome every time mm. he like plays at this kid's house and his dog Sadie comes running up? It's quite possible. <laughs> uh,. They also have a Hurricane Sadie smoothie, which uh, <laughs> also seems a little out, off color, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe we don't know the death toll again. They never got into that, so we don't know what's going And then Dr. Paula likes it, though, because she likes anything that's sweet and frozen. One Hurricane Sadie smoothie on the house. Thanks. I love anything that's sweet and frozen. Ah. <laughs> Because she was the thing in that movie that time. That was oh, worse. That was worse than the duck gag. <laughs> <laughs> no, this this whole hurricane beverage. They like, are there restaurants? Like, I don't know. Maybe there's bars like down on Bourbon Street that have like Hurricane Katrina cocktails. I don't think so. I don't think I anyone feel would like do that, that would only be something for like. It sounds weird to say it like. 
a local thing where like everybody had experienced it and so it's kind of like we can do this but outsiders can't like a secret menu kind of thing yeah maybe but or just like if it's a local bar and so then like the locals will come and be like yeah give me the katrina and then you just reminisce about how terrible it was you know but i mean like that's that's roughly the equivalent of what's happening in this ice cream parlor where they have this like i'm gonna try that when i go to new orleans just like give me the katrina drink and see if it works see if they take me for a local (laughs) or you just get punched just punched in the face that that could happen too And so, um, that's pretty much how the episode ends, right? Did Wait, no, guys... and then his therapist talks to him at the ice cream parlor, which you're really not supposed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, like, convenient, like, then they didn't have to have another scene of him in therapy, but that's really yeah. inappropriate. Plus, she got to make the it. frozen pun that way. And then she was like, how do you and feel? And you don't get paid and for that time either, you know? The therapist got to think about their that's wallet. That's true. She made that pun on her own time. <laughs> and she's like, how, she's like, how do you feel? And he's like, thirsty. And you think it's because he wants to have sex with the therapist? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's no other way to think yeah, of it. No, there's no I mean, other that's... interpretation. Yeah. 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 Good night, everybody. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you guys get the special afterwards about the- Wait, what? Uh, Massachusetts Emergency Management Agency? No. No. No, it was just a... It was like a live action scene with the with kids going to, to the Massachusetts Emergency Management Agency and learning about... It was like two minutes of them like, this is what we do. This is where we track storms. There's not an emergency every day, but if there is, we're going to, you know... Sound the alarm, and then they learn how to make an emergency kit, which involves like water and food and stuff. Well, I'm yeah, so sad we, I miss radios. That. I yeah. assume it's probably not unlike the uh, earthquake kit that Tori put together that one time. Yeah, with probably the... this is probably a little more <laughs> educational than Saved by the Bell was with Here's link saying. with link sausages and stuff in it. Yeah, Ooh, damn. yeah. Oh, Tori, that's not gonna last. I was gonna look and see what. Uh, you said this was season 18, right, David? Jeez. Yep. So, September... 2012 was, is in 2015. Yeah, September of 2015. I'm curious what hurricane this was done in response to. Yeah, I don't know. 2012 was Sandy. Sandy, and yeah. Nothing seemed to be... I looked at some hurricanes and nothing stood out to me before, after Sandy, but... Between these two, but I think some of the schedule, like the animation and stuff, I think. Might yeah, no, I, well, the that. fact that they in this like special bonus that apparently only you got, yeah. uh, that they were at the Massachusetts some such thing or another. That's what made me think like, oh, maybe this was done as a response to Sandy or like someone involved in the writing of it, you know, lived on the East Coast and dealt with Sandy because they were specifically, you know, at the Massachusetts thingamajig. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's. That was probably the one that prompted it. Yeah, I think it was all about Sandy and that and yeah. Hurricane. And now we, and of course, we still have terrible responses to hurricanes, especially when they're on islands instead of uh, on the mainland. What? I thought we figured it out. On yeah, islands this... that vast majority of dumb shit Americans don't realize are still America. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought that this episode resolved all these yeah. issues. <laughs> <laughs> no, they got resolved when when the president who jump shotted those paper towels, remember? Yeah. Mm. 
Uh, Wrap it up, David. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, Ryan, what did you think of the episode? Did you learn anything? You know what? Honestly, I thought it was really good. I really did. Like, I thought that it was it was sensitive in its handling of children's feelings and emotional processes. And I like the animation and the general vibe of the show. I thought it was good. Uh, what I learned is that you don't sell the pudding, you sell the wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> Words to live by. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carolyn? Uh, yeah, it's a pretty soothing episode. In general, the style and the colors are all very nice, but it did deal with something that is unsoothing, which children, I'm sure, and adults could use some hurricane reassurance. It was pretty good, very decent. And uh, I learned that therapy can make you smarter than the wind. And that we all need to give Austin a little bit extra therapy from our podcast budget so he can get over his terrible fear. Yeah, it's tripling fear that it's more that it's his life it's more the thing. lingering traumatic memories from that fear that I need to get over, <laughs> less than the fear itself. Austin, you can enjoy Christopher Cross's song on Arthur's theme, but can you enjoy his song "Ride Like the Wind"? Even yeah, no, that's a good one too. It's no Arthur's theme, but yeah. Austin. Yeah. Got anything? Yeah, sure. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, this isn't, uh, you know, I'm not going to, like, pop this in for fun and watch it. (laughs) Um, Like, it's not the most, for me, entertaining thing in the world. But, yeah, Ryan's certainly right. It's it's a well put together, uh, well presented, well written little bit of kids entertainment. Um, I, you know. I could see how it could be entertaining to kids while also being informative. And that's a good thing. And um, yeah, it, it, uh, you know, I'm not going to go start a binge watch of Arthur anytime soon, but uh, it does its job and it does it well. And it does it better than a lot of other, uh, both sort of very special episodes that we've reviewed as well as even just like kids shows and whatnot. It's a lot more nuanced and, uh, um, uh, adult in in what it presents than a lot of other sort of very special kid stuff. I hope it runs for twenty more seasons. 20 more. <laughs> yeah, no, should, I mean this is we a should thing. compare season eighteen of Arthur to season eighteen of The Simpsons. Oh, I should do a a season by season analysis of of each each show's respective seasons and yeah, see how they stack up. Yeah, no, do I'm it. not. Uh, and and I learned uh, I learned that apparently bears look like that. <laughs> that is not a bear. <laughs> Are you tempted to like try to get your son to start watching Arthur or anything? Uh no, I mean let's be honest. If I'm gonna get my son to watch anything, it's gonna be like He Man or <laughs> Transformers or you know, something from my youth. Something that, that you know, they're not gonna learn anything. Exactly. <laughs> no value whatsoever. Come on, He Man when the music plays, they're teaching you something. <laughs> <laughs> what what are they teaching you exactly? I'd have to go back and watch. Be friends and don't hit people and <laughs> respect others. I don't know. There's lessons there. It's whenever they play the little soft piano music, like three quarters of the way through the episode. That's when they're teaching you the lesson. Yeah, your kid's not going to become Batman that way. Um, <laughs> you're going to have to read my book about what... <laughs> David, I think you have to die for your kid to become Batman. Listen, yeah. that's probably part of the process, right. but you know, you got you got to make sure they're on the right path before before that happens, you know. RIP Austin uh, Dead of Wind. Son of <laughs> Batman. Uh, well, what was interesting was 
I've heard that like Arthur has like kind of special episodes like this, and there I think there's one that we might have to visit too, which was about nine eleven apparently. Oh, oh yeah. wow! And that's that's all seems kind of dark. And so then you're kind of like this hurricane episode, you know, it's kind of like about Sandy, like, is this going to get like super dark or anything? Like, like, it sounds like it's fucked up that a kid's show would be about it. But obviously, and this isn't a criticism, but this show really didn't dive into any of like the darker aspects of hurricanes or, you know, the death or anything like that, which is which is a part of hurricanes and something that, you know, is there. I don't know how you'd even handle it if you even should in a kid's show and all that, you know, but so it felt, so it was lighthearted and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but it still did try to teach kids how to handle hurricanes and that you can get stressed out afterwards and that that's not a problem. And I guess kind of sneakily, it kind of just talked about therapy and it not being a big deal. Yeah, it's a little bit about coping with trauma, really. Yeah. 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 And that's good. And, uh, and what I learned is that, uh, I can't spell Massachusetts to save my life. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I tackled that one thanks to having to write about the Massachusetts Academy and all of my New Mutants reviews. Yeah. I still, I still struggle with it. (laughs) It's a, it's a burden we all have to bear. It is. It's a tough, it's a tough nut to crack. (laughs) Uh, Austin. Yo, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Most definitely not being afraid of the wind at Austin <laughs> Gorton, and uh, you can read my writing at the Real Gentleman of Leisure dot com, which I think uh, just this episode is going to be posting right when we launch our Patreon, David. So, uh. Uh-uh. If you have been reading um, my stuff and if you've been around long enough to have read David's stuff uh, and you like what you're reading, go throw some money at us, which you can do now much more easily than before. But it, but in this one case, if you want to like donate to some hurricane relief first, uh, I'll let it slide. Yeah, that's oh, cool, too. That's cool. a good... <laughs> all your money to hurricanes. <laughs> also, uh, you know, Humane Society, go adopt a, a pet yeah. and then spay or neuter A little man. Cool a little <laughs> nude ma- hey, naked man hey, <laughs> to tie hey, up and hey, put in a hey, box. Hey. <laughs> uh, Ryan? Uh, you can find me on pussyrescue.com <laughs> uh, Where you're selling the wiggle? You're selling that wiggle at ohyesverynice.com is my art website and that's my Twitter and Instagram handle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carolyn. Uh, you can find me at Carolyn Main on Twitter, C A R O L Y N M A I N, like the street. You can find me on Facebook, Tumblr, uh, some Insta. I have this card game, Pitch Please. You can buy your own copy at pitchplease.fun. And if you're in Portland, you can watch us live at Kelly's Olympian the fourth Sunday of every month. And check out the podcast of Pitch Please at rivercitypodcastfederation.com. Uh, all right. You can find me, David Bitsenoffer, on Twitter, where I won't talk about hurricanes because uh, I'm in Minnesota and I never deal woot with it. So, yeah, yeah. Come to the come to middle country, flyover country, and then you don't have to deal with it. You know, it doesn't fly over us. Hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, at Dr. Bits, Dr. Spelled Out, and you can find my writing someday at therealdetermentofleasure.com. We are a very special episode podcast. You can rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Podbean. You can follow us on Twitter at AVSEPod. You can check out our Facebook page where there's a lot of conversations. I'm sure this riveting episode will be a hot topic for a while as uh, people weigh in on all their Arthur opinions. And then you can uh, email us at avsepodcast at gmail.com. So for a very special episode podcast, I am David, um, and I'm off to celebrate my gradu Chris birthday. <laughs> That was a very special episode We dissected that shit from head to toe Did the time fly by or was it slow? Got so many life lessons Oh how we've grown Seen so much TV that we're gonna explode Next time on a very special episode Yeah, I think I got it. I think I got it on the R, but I I pictured it as a. I pictured it as a word this time. Good job. (laughs) All right, should I get started? No, let's dick around a while. If you you pictured all the numbers as words, Austin, I hope you spelled two right. Oh yeah, yeah, the right with the W. Okay, good. Not the double, not the double O's. No. Or the singular O. Right, right. Okay. That'd be one, two. <laughs> like also. <laughs> All right, that's enough. <laughs> right. None of this Fun. is getting cut, David. You yeah. hear me? <laughs> Give the people what they want, because it, it'll make so much sense to the audience. It'll work. They love our syncing up jokes. I love them a little. I don't know why, but I bet they're pretty annoying. <laughs>
Skin. So what is wrong? And no. 